Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode number 93. Today, we're going to be talking with Amy Pusey. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Trail Manners Podcast. We are on episode 93, still up here in Eden, Utah. Right, still in Studio 78. Studio 78. It's getting a little warm, but uh, we're going we're gonna to power through another show. Right, I just had a popsicle, so I'm good. <laughs> Mama Pusey tried to fatten us up. Grandma Pusey. Uh, yeah, tried Grandma to. Pusey tried to fatten us up, but she did. I passed. I've made it past the ice cream sandwiches, which is a rarity. Right. Um, but we do have another guest inside the bus. We have Amy Pusey. Yeah. So thanks for taking the time to join us. Well, thanks for having me on the show. And I know you're, uh, you know, in the middle of a family vacation, um, so I know that's also a little difficult. But we just had uh, Jacob on the show, and he was just talking some crazy stuff about how awesome Calgary is mm-hmm. and Canmore and the running culture and and everything else. And the so, food. And the food, yeah. We, we keep going back to the food. Sidetracked about the food. Yeah. Um, so, so give us a little background about yourself. Uh, you said you've, you've been running since you were like 14. Give us a little background into how all this began for you. Um, well, I, I grew up in Canmore in the mountains, and a lot of my friends got into cross-country skiing, but our family didn't have a ton of money, so um, I ran because that was cheap, and I had a pair of running shoes, and, um, and the logical place to run was in the woods at my backyard. So I ran around in the Nordic Center, um, and just kind of fell in love with it. I had a, a phys ed teacher who kind of took me under her wing and and took me out for a half marathon when I probably had only run 5K for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Almost killed me. Enablers. And, uh, and then I got hooked and I started running. I don't even know how I started running Five Peaks Trail races, but I really enjoyed those, just being off in the mountains. So how long have those been around? Uh, about 18 years now. Oh, oh my wow. goodness. Yeah, so I, I took over five years ago, but they've been around for a long time across Holy Canada. Cow. So um, started trail running, and then uh, and it was mostly just to stay in shape for swim club that I did in the summer. So I just wanted to do something over the winter. Right. And yeah, and then you get addicted to <laughs> the ador- endorphins <laughs> and, and the community. And um, yeah, I guess it, it kind of went from there. I, I ran for the University of Alberta when I was there. And then I got into the harder stuff, I guess, the 50Ks and right. Trans Rockies. And yeah. And Trans Rockies, that's where you met Jacob for the first time, right? Yep. Is it Trans Rockies? Was that your first time doing the Trans Rockies at that point? No, that was my third. Oh, okay. Um, wow. So I had I was doing the three-day that time and then volunteering for the, the next few days. Um, but I had done the six-day as part of a team twice before that. Wow. So it's one of my favorite events. I love the people that go to it and, and the crew. The crew is, the crew really makes the race. They're incredible. Right. Well, yeah. it's just like a, it's like a three to five or how, what day you do. It's kind of like just a, I want to say party, it's but it's like I a mean, rolling yeah. party. Yeah. Because you, you run and then you get to hang out and yeah. share stories and run again. And it's like the best of all the worlds, right? It and is. It's kind of rolled into one. The running actually hurts a lot. If I could, if I could just volunteer, <laughs> I think I would do that. <laughs> just hang out. Because <laughs> the people are what I go for. Honestly, yeah. it's it's a really good group of people, um, and it's a lot of running at elevation, so you feel like your lungs are on fire. Just working just a little bit harder yeah. than normal. Yeah. Um, and that we talk about that a lot on the show. Is just the the community of people is such a draw for mm-hmm. trail running. You know, whether it's a race or your friends on a training run or anything else, and that's kind of a such a huge draw for doing it as well 
Um, so what do you what do you do? You went to the University of Calgary, you said? Uh, Alberta. Alberta. Up in Alberta. Alberta. Yep. Okay, excuse me. And what did you study when you were there? I studied nursing. Okay. Um, and my plan was to go and work over in Africa, and um, I ended up switching into nutrition. I got a bit disillusioned with the healthcare system and medicine and drugs and the way that disease was um, was treated there. So I switched into more of the preventative side of nutrition and worked right. in that for about eight years and, and really, really loved that. Because so. you did uh, holistic nutrition. I did. Right? Yeah. Right. And is that something you still, do, I mean, do on your own level, right? You don't teach or, or tra- coach you don't or... have clients per se now, right? Correct. Yeah, I don't have time anymore to do it um, with Five Peaks. Um, but it's it's a passion of mine for sure. And I, I see a lot of chronic disease that could be alleviated and treated with nutrition um, right. or prevented, I guess, with nutrition if people knew a little bit more about it. So it's definitely a passion. It's it's harder to do now with all the stuff that we have going on and five kids and balancing all the different right. schedules. Um, but we do what we can and, yeah, try to try to live clean-ish. Clean-ish. Well, we had, we had, I think that's a good way to describe it. We had Jacob it. on the show. Where does, where does uh, poutine rank in the holistic <laughs> nutrition? Because it came up a lot Cause in that, the episode we, That's we like him. the last 30 minutes is all we talked about <laughs> yeah, was poutine. Yeah, and I mean, I was starving by the time I know. we were done. <laughs> he, he came to Canmore and fell in love with the mountains and poutine <laughs> and what else did he talk about? The Montreal meat? Was it the yeah, Montreal, Mon- Mon- yeah. Montreal yeah. meats? Yeah. 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 So that's that's what we're really going for yeah. when we come up there. <laughs> that's what we're going for. Yeah. yeah, we'll run while we're there, but we're going for the the bu- buffet. Yeah, of- but if he tells you, he's like, "Listen, I've got this great idea for a new business it came model." From us. It came from <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, it's and the, if you don't like it, it came from him. Yeah, it's yeah. a poutine food truck. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Take it to all your events. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just another way to make people happy. It is. It's rewarding. That's what it is. Oh, it is. Man. <laughs> Jacob's an anomaly, though. He can eat, like, I don't even know, 5,000 calories He's a day and not He's got a big furnace, doesn't he? Yeah, and he gets, a, like, six-pack. No, pr- Oh, I ate, a, I ate a chocolate cake, and my six-pack's a little more pronounced now. And it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that yeah, doesn't apply to the yeah, rest of is, the world. Yeah, he is. He's a, he's a slender fella, muscular, yeah. but he's got, I mean, he because yeah. he was talking about, well, you know, once in a while, he'd a mis- what is it, Tim... Horton? Tim Hortons, yeah. Tim Horton yeah. donuts, donuts, yeah. and yeah. the Tim Horton bits, and, and yeah. everything, and then the poutine. I'm like, you can't eat like no, me and look seriously. like that. I know he does. <laughs> on and and even when he's not running, he's still somehow is just yeah. So it's not fair. See, <laughs> it's not fair. And when he was on the show, I was saying how good of friends we could be, but maybe I can't be very good of friends with him because he'd make me feel bad. I it's know. like we'd eat the same thing, and I'd be coming out in a wheelbarrow, and he'd be like sprinting <laughs> off at a 5:30 pace or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you took over uh the five peaks about five years ago yep. right how did how did that happen i mean it's been around for a long time were they looking to transition i mean how did you take over and, and make it what it is today um i was doing some some running camps in maui and canmore for trans rockies wait so you were doing camp where's the first place maui maui, maui. yep <laughs> Yeah, so we were putting on some camps, um, and Who's Aaron, we? Yeah. Uh, Trans Rock. So Aaron owns Trans Rockies okay. events, um, and he lives in Calgary and is a friend. Okay. And because I'd done Trans Rockies, I said, "Hey, why don't we try putting some camps on?" So we were putting camps on, and I know I was in touch with uh, Catherine, who was the national race director for Five Peaks, and and I asked her about it. And a lot of people don't have the idea that that races are businesses or I mean I yeah. guess it's becoming that way and and we don't often want to think that way but I think when an event is well managed and you have good volunteers and you have a really good product and that people like to go to well-organized events yeah and, and it is a really cool opportunity to serve people I find like to we get we get emails every day about how happy people are and how much trail running has changed their life so it's right. something that we take a lot of pride in um and she yeah, she was just like, "Oh, I think I think I'm gonna get out of it, and I might shut this down." And I was like, "No, don't like, do shut that. down the whole <laughs> national series." Yeah, wow. yeah, and, and she was just getting like she had little kids, and it was really hard to do. And right, um, and so we kind of took it from there and started talking. And it took a couple years to actually make the transition, but right. um, yeah, it it went really well. She was worried about me. I think she, you're a nutritionist, and you want to do <laughs> what? Like you want to <laughs> manage this whole national series and right. Um, at the time, my boss at the clinic that I worked for had offered me part of the clinic to buy in. And oh my goodness! Wow. But I, I couldn't. It was more of a cookie cutter nutrition type thing where right. you just like, you know, people are just flying through your office every 15 minutes, and you're mm. not actually connecting. And right. 
and it was a huge risk to do five peaks, but I'm that's kind of the way that I do things is that's go awesome. big or go home. So so how does Obviously. that okay, so how does that mesh? Because because Jacob he says he's type A, right? Yeah. Like he's yeah. very organized. Or like he's not the. Or he said he was. Organized. <gasps> oh yes, <laughs> busted. He's, he, what did he say? He said he had to be, ha- he likes be to in have control. Yeah, all his ducks in a row. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, I'd say control would be a good thing. I don't okay. know what organized. Okay. <laughs> You're the organized one. Yeah. I would say n- neither of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be if you got all these races. I know, right? Yeah, I guess. Because how many races yeah. do you guys have? Um, I think we're at about 28 across Canada now. Oh so we're gosh. we're coast to coast. We've gone. Vancouver, and now we just opened one in Nova Scotia. Right. Um, for this fall, it's called Round the Cape, and it's mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. you had a, you had a tough decision though, right? When you have you're presented with the Five Peaks, yeah. mm-hmm. you're presented with you know your nutrition side like of things, like buy into a business, yeah, right? Because that's a that's a life changing step. Yeah. Right. Either one of them realistically yeah. are, um, but it sounds like you made the choice for Five Peaks. Yep. Yeah, the nutrition was going to be easy and cushy and a nice salary. And as a single mom with two kids, it was like, this is definitely the easier way to go. Um, But I think you have to really check in with yourself. And it wasn't going to be right for me. So I'm really glad I didn't. Obviously, I love what I do now. Yeah, right. um, But yeah, it was two or three years of like 10 or 12 hour days every day, every day, like every weekend and everything of trying to learn the business and understand what to do and making huge mistakes every day and but learning from those right at you obviously yeah. yeah yeah so when you took it on eight years ago five five, five years ago yeah. so how many races have you added races since then we have we actually um so we we tried to go into saskatchewan um the community there was pretty small so it didn't really take and and we we stopped that after a year um, there, we get contacted b- every, every year by probably every city across Canada and really? small town asking people or asking us to put races on there and, oh, I have this favorite trail. And right. We'd love to have the series come there. And do you and have like metrics now that you, you go in and you look at and you're like, okay. It doesn't fall within our right. scope of yeah. what we right. want or can do. It's more that if you don't have a big population center to draw on right. or if there's another grassroots event already in there, we definitely don't. Go in and step, step on, on anyone's toes. Oh, that's like neat. if they're established, we're not gonna right. go in and start anything. So it it's sort of that anthropology approach. Unless you're invited in, don't don't go. Yeah. So Nova Scotia, we had this race director that was has been begging to have this race here, and yeah. so yeah, we set it up, and he's ambitious, and it's really exciting, that's and cool. he knows the local community, right? Oh, that's right. huge. You want someone that's really integrated in the in the running community. So the Nova Scotia race is it on trail, bike path? What what's it on? It's on a trail. Okay. Um, yeah, it's around uh, Cape Chignecto. Um, so there's going to be a 48 kilometer race there next year. This year is just a half marathon, five and a ten. Okay. But it's beautiful along the coast. So um, I'm hoping that we can make it out there this year. Remind me, what time of year is that race again? It's going to be <laughs> October 8th. <laughs> Joe's like trying to figure <laughs> out how we can get out there. I know. Yeah. Like, trying to figure this out. Okay, so we're going to do Trans Selkirk, which <laughs> yeah. is at the end of August. Yeah. And then we'll have to, wait a minute, isn't that during uh, Thanksgiving? Can- Thanksgiving for yeah. Canada? Yeah. We've already talked about being up there for Poontang holiday, right? Because <laughs> that's what he says it's like, that's what they do for Thanksgiving. I'm like, are you kidding me? Poutine? Yeah. Poutine, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. So we got to spend like, work remotely for two months. I know. <laughs> but if you go run every day 42k then you can eat all the poutine you want oh that's a, that's uh, a marathon every day that's right that's we're too old for that yeah but not the, for the food yeah well we're, we're, we've got the food down <laughs> yeah you got to make deci- tough decisions yeah so so you do you try because you mentioned that do you try to make it to many events i mean being um, there's so many and spread out and, and the balance do you try and make it to quite a few of them we try to go um at least once a year to each region and check in with the race director but mm. they've each of our race directors has been on for quite a while and they really they really know what they're doing and they really take pride in what they're right. doing and almost treat it like their own kind of they they really own it. Right. So I have a good relationship with each of them and trust them and okay. um so well, you I know have if we to can't with that it. many events. Yeah. Right? Well, especially when it's your name associated right. with that race and yep. you're not there well, to do all the you yeah. know, right with Nova Scotia being so far away from you, there's yeah. you, know, you can't control all the variables. You can't trust that right. person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's it's always that face to face first meeting, and and we talk a lot on the phone and email all the time back and forth about strategy and what's mm-hmm. going on. And um, 
but yeah, we, we don't go to all the races and we have to, we, even in Calgary with Kevin, we have to trust that he knows what he's doing. We don't want to make him feel like we're babysitting and right, no. he does a great job. So right. yeah, you just trust. What's your, what's your largest race, uh, for, per runner, like for runner? This year, I think we hit over 800 at the Canmore Nordic Center wow. event and that's a big draw in Calgary. Right. So yeah, it was a, everybody wants to run in the mountains. Canmore right. is just getting nuts. Like you, you can't even get into town. I think they should take the cars out of town and shut it down and make it walking only. And I like, like that idea. That'd be really the cool. The crazy there. Yeah. Well, because Jacob was saying that's still to this day the most beautiful place he's ever right. run. He tried really. to get us to come do that race, the yeah. the grizzly one, the one with the five. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. He said something about bears and bear yeah. spray. And Joel gets scared of bears. I don't. I mean, I'm okay with bears. I mean, I've dealt with them in the Tetons, but not grizzlies. That's a different story. It's a bear. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's more than the bear. That's Black bear, I can deal with. It's a bear. Grizzly bears are, they got longer claws. They, yeah. And, yeah. They're it's much, the, much bigger. And there's a lot of golf courses in Canmore, and so they just keep getting pushed up the valley. Exactly. Oh, See, wow. they're, yeah. they're, ma- they're, they're mad. They're already mad at us. Yeah. They don't like golf. No. <laughs> 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 they don't like golf. What? <laughs> they're losing out to golfers. Yeah. <laughs> they should just go down and hang out on the greens. Go down there and chump on them, huh? Yeah. That'd be even better. Bears um, are always a factor, but they're, if you have the spray and it's not. You don't go near a mom with cubs, then you're generally. You're, you're generally. I mean, it's okay. a factor. I mean, but what happens when you you're going to come across that mom sh- and startle her? Next thing you know, y- your head's ripped off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See, it. she said yeah. She said yeah. No, you she just spray yourself in bear spray, <laughs> and they won't eat you because <laughs> you're, you're. It's like a bad seasoning. It's like burnt toast. You yeah. won't be able to stop burnt toast. <laughs> you won't be able to see where you're running. You're not running. You're you're coating yourself so they won't eat you. Just run with a friend and coat them in bacon spray. That's like what bacon I, spray. Does that drop is that, is that, real thing? Is that a thing up there? I don't know. It should be. Oh, I was gonna oh. say if it is, I'm definitely coming. <laughs> I'll just buy it for it's like Banaka blast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> spray it in your mouth. It's like the or swish something. and spit at the end of a race. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a gel, you just spray yourself with bacon and <laughs> see swish and spit at the end of the race because that's what is swish and spit. Yeah. Help us out with that. Is that's that just a, drinking that's water? That's coaching. The, if you can't ingest the gel, I, there's a there's a whole theory about like. You can't actually swallow the gel. You swish it around? But you need the... Well, your bo- it tricks your body because it thinks that it's getting the sugar. And so it sends oh, yeah. energy to your muscles okay. or something, but you don't actually have to deal with the gel in your stomach. Right. So that pathway is triggered. Yeah. Right? And so then and it gives you this little burst right. for the last 5K without... I think it's a triathlete thing. I don't know. I've heard oh, coaches yeah, talk about it. Weird. That's my first experience that with that That wasn't one. a sexual like, <laughs> move or... <laughs> I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've never heard of the swish and spit, though. Huh. Like yeah. a gel and spit. Gel or Gatorade or any. I've just done it like with water, you know. Yeah. It's like but you're going to do it your with, mouth with a bacon spray now. Yeah, I wouldn't spit it out. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I'd be like, oh, you're that's up, good. You're over there like freaking huffing it. <laughs> <laughs> up the nose. <laughs> bacon spray just sounds good. Like it should be done. It should, it be, should, in your, be, it should done. be in like your runner registration bag. <laughs> next to all the papers of, you know. When you go on the ultra sign up, you're checking, <laughs> do you want a t-shirt? And there's bacon spray. Yeah, see? See, you come up with all kinds of neat things when you just shoot from the hip, right? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so now you have a couple different businesses that are coming <laughs> yep. from poutine. yeah, poutine, yeah. truck, bacon spray. bacon spray. Yeah, you guys are set for life up yeah. there yeah. In, in Canmore area. Yeah. Um, but is that your favorite race of your series is the Canmore one, do you think? Mm, I really like Vancouver trail running. The yeah. trails Tell there us are about beautiful. That. Um, they so it's it's interesting what people consider trail. Like on the West Coast, it's these gnarly, crazy, super technical trails. Right. And in Ontario, it's any kind of pathway with gravel. Like it's it's a very different um, translation across the country. So right. Uh, Canmore, you can get away with double track or single track at the Nordic Center. Um, people do really like the single track. That's definitely a favorite. They yeah. don't want to be on a road. road. They don't want to think about road. They want right. to be away from all of that. But I think Vancouver, just because I love the ocean and, and the oh rainforest yeah. out there, is okay. is the best. That's my favorite. Wow. So that's cl- that's even closer. You can fly into Seattle. <laughs> fly into Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, fly into so Vancouver. So when, when is that race? So there's five out there as well. Holy so there's oh there's five gosh. in Vancouver, five in Edmonton, five in Calgary. <coughs> sorry, there's six in Vancouver. Uh, five in Toronto. And then the one in Nova Scotia. We have a series of four in the Montreal area wow. as well in Quebec. So okay. uh, how do you, ma- I mean, seriously, how do you 
manage these because that's a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've put on one race and I have like 10 spreadsheets for a 5k, right? You know, just with all the variables, because that's how I am. Um, How do you manage all this stuff? I mean, that's full time. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's just what you do all year round. It's just like race, 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 race. Yep. Um, Do you have help with that? Yeah. So the race directors really do a lot of it in each region. It makes sense for them to plan the course and map the course and and deal with the permits and setting up the toilets and the food. And they they pull a trailer or a truck out to each race and they set it up. And it's it is I mean, if you're doing five, you kind of get the feel for things. We change the swag item each race. Um, So there's a lot of planning that goes into it. And by the time we hit this point in the season, it's kind of it's just rolling like we're, we're into that everything's been planned and organized so hopefully you're just putting out little fires at this point but mm-hmm. if you've planned properly then then you shouldn't have any major fires to put out <laughs> <laughs> it's because it'd be kind of the variables you're looking at would be like n- runner numbers and you're probably fairly good at being consistent knowing okay this race brings in 500 because that's yep. a, that's a big variable yeah, when you're talking is. about toilets and shirts and swag and volunteers right. and your however many your permit holds is that kind of one of your biggest things or is. is weather is permits are you guys like grandfathered in for years or do you have to do those every year we do them every year wow. um, oh. so that's a big process working with parks and making sure yeah. that they're happy and often they don't want to let you know until a few months yeah. before the oh event yeah. and yeah. Yeah, you guys know. Yeah, yeah, you get that email like a week before. Here's yeah. your permit. You're like, oh, yeah. thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and exactly. you've opened registration yeah. like yeah. eight months before. It's closed that. already and you're yeah. full. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ordering souvenirs for people is a big one and knowing. Uh, we usually cap our events, so we know right. how many are going to show up. Um, and But yeah, getting good souvenirs. People don't want five t shirts if they're going to run the whole series. Yeah. So, so we always try to keep bacon those spray. And bacon spray <laughs> from Elevation Culture. There you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you used them yet? No. So look those guys up. Yeah, they're, they're out, out of San Diego. Diego. Okay. They do uh, wooden mementos, uh, right. whether it's a metal oh, made nice. of wood, yeah. and it's all handcrafted. It's all one-off. Okay. It's amazing. We we had him do stuff for us. That's how we came across him, and he's a trail runner, so he right. gets cool. what's going on. We've been looking for that, actually. Cause and it's unique. It's not like the same stuff over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Shapes and colors, and And it'll be it's unique beautiful. to that event right so whatever the local flavor is of that event or yeah. whatever that's known for yeah. he's going to translate that into the carving so it's basically put through a cad machine yeah. and it's carved out and then they color it by hand it's yeah. crazy wow. the amount of time they put into this stuff yeah we, it's we love working so all of our medals are made by a woman in canmore so yeah. nice. we try to do everything as locally as possible mm-hmm. yeah we can't always do that yeah um, right but whenever possible I think people appreciate something that's a little more. Yeah, look them up. Elevation culture. Yeah. Okay. And it's art. Yeah. It's like a piece of art, yeah. too. You know, so it's like something people want to put yeah. up as opposed to the same old. Or right. something they'll throw away. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. yeah. it's it's good stuff. And he's, like I said, he's a trail runner, so it's kind of like that whole trail running, small business, yeah. entrepreneurship right. type thing that people like to he do. He gets it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're in charge of managing the race directors. Yeah. And the race directors are in charge of just managing the races. They put on the events. They put on the events. And you said most of your race directors have been there for quite some time, so they understand the process. They understand the community, um, everything else. Do you guys get received pretty well, Um, even though, like, say, you're not in that Nova Scotia part of it? Did everything get received pretty well? Yeah, people love Five Peaks, I think, because it's so approachable. Like, a lot of... A lot of trail runners that are now into the longer, harder stuff. Ellie, um, I think Adam Campbell started with Five Peaks. Wow. I started running with Five Peaks. Mm-hmm. It's y- you need some, you need something safe for people to go to when they leave the road. They're really nervous. What if I fall? What if I, what if I get eaten by a bear in the trail? What if I get like lost? There? What if I get lost? Yeah. Right. yeah. And so to go out and do it as part of a community and do it with friends. Usually somebody invites a friend to go and do it with them, and they're really nervous. But once they do it, they they write us. We get emails all the time, like I'm never going back to road running. <laughs> uh, and not that road running's bad, yeah, but yeah, it's just, just different. You love trail running. It's right, a, and I think it's because people really need that connection with nature, and mm-hmm. they're not getting it anymore. Like we're just, we're so behind our screens all the time. Right, and and these events are really, they really are a good community. And so, when you are always on a computer, or always on Facebook or Instagram, or you're not actually having that face to face contact i think people really crave it and i don't think you get that at a road race whereas trail running it's that relationship yeah. yeah yeah and it's a it's a really great community and we do pre-runs and so you can go out and do these free pre-runs of the course and meet people that way mm-hmm. and oh, and you just get accepted into the community so then 
people will often do the five peak circuit for a few years and then they'll start trying half marathons right. and ultras and and That's then they cool. get into the 100 milers and it's, it's really it's cool to see that graduation. It's just got to be just again we've used this word before and even with Jacob it's just reward that rewarding part yeah. right? Um, yeah. cuz we we're on a really small scale what me and Joel do. We've done some races and they're no, nowhere near what you're doing no. for sure. Okay. But we have a small community. Yeah. And so when you see years down the road people pulling out an old shirt from your race that you had no clue they ran the race right. or friendships made or that's how i got into trail running that's a rewarding yeah. part that's part oh sweet you know yeah. we, we helped on some level yeah. you know as opposed to you didn't have enough food at the finish or you get people yeah. say oh i loved your race didn't and have enough food at the finish. <laughs> well you, you probably get oh yeah you gotta always have food for the last person yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was me for so many years right i mean my big thing was i didn't know watermelon had red to it at races because <laughs> i'd show up and it'd be the rinds that were left and i'd just eat those because you didn't have enough suck you know? those. yeah i'm like oh watermelon's red on it was that good yeah um, but i'm sure you get you know your fair share of people that have I don't say complaints, but you know, yeah. You just what, have what's the number one complaint that you get from people? Because with so many people, and you probably get one or two that squeeze by. Um, you know, honestly, I, I honest haven't had a complaint this year um, <laughs> that I can think of. No, and Our that's Canadians not normal. Known for being nice. No, no, Goodness. really. <laughs> Our race directors are killing it. Like they're, wow. I think they've all just really hit their stride. In the past, you know, if somebody goes off course because yeah. course oh, yeah. it wasn't well marked, right. that's a huge. That, yeah, I get you, you just got your head happens. down, you miss a turn, yeah. right? Or, or somebody didn't plan and didn't you volunteer didn't show up to help you yeah. flag, and so right. you're doing it at the last minute. That was a disaster once. Um, definitely, if you don't have food at the finish line or right. you've already packed up and the last person comes in, that's awful. Yeah. And right. We we always stay set up for the very last person and cheer the last person in. Right. Um, what else would people... Swa yeah, if the swag isn't any good, if it's some piece of crap they want to throw out, then, you know, that's not, that's not fun. That. Like, why bother? Right. Yeah. Thing. Um, See, now, this is what's great, is you're reaching. So that means you don't get a lot of complaints. No, she's really thinking she's hard. She's thinking hard about complaints. Right. So. Oh, I did, though. I did the first year. I honestly... I mess up everything. Yeah. <laughs> I went from being a nutritionist and having to sit like one on one with somebody and listen to them to right. to putting on events for 500 and up number of people that you you want to keep them happy. So right, I've I've made lots of mistakes. I continue to I make a mistake every single day. Yeah, <laughs> I have to say sorry a few times a day. What what was your what was the, some of the things you learned right out of the gate that maybe you didn't know that were so key? Because like you know, like you said, you made this jump from working one on one mm -hmm. to just trying to please five hundred people, right. knowing that that's almost impossible. Yeah, you know, what are some things that you picked up right away that maybe you didn't know going into it? I think I wasn't as organized as I am now, for sure. So spreadsheets and, and right. just having everything planned well in advance, like way, way, way in advance for people. Um, or what are some mistakes I made in the first year? There were a lot. I don't <laughs> even know how to list all of them. Um, maybe trusting too much that the race directors knew uh, exactly okay. what they were doing and, and being a little too hands-off and right. not wanting to kind of babysit too much. And I should have been... A little more there, right? A, a little more present, or or kind of had my finger on the pulse a little bit more. Is that is that difficult though when you have such a, a name for something like Five Peaks and it's how it's known to give so much of the reins to somebody else? It is, yeah, yeah. yeah you have to know that they're going to be okay, and you kind of have to have people that have an eye on it for you too. That that you know are part of the community that would tell you if something's really off, off or. Right. Yeah, but I think I'm a fairly good judge of character with people, and you know, hmm. you know, you know that they're doing a good She's job. She got in the bus with us. <laughs> yeah, and, and Jay hasn't come out to check on you, so yeah. that's good. We've had people in the bus where people come and check on them. Really? Yeah. Like, wait, now you're getting in a bus with two strange guys? <laughs> right. I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, you know? exactly. Keep the door open. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We have to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not air conditioning. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's for safety. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because that, that makes sense. I mean, I think that's where I would struggle is having such a brand that's yeah. attached a to you. A big brand. A big brand that's nation or province-wide. No, yeah, it's nationwide. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but, I mean, your provinces, there's, what, five, six, seven, nine, something like that. Um, but having your name attached, knowing, well, if something goes wrong, yeah. that's on me. Right. Yeah. Or, or feeling that's on me. So that would be, I would struggle with that, I think, with yeah. that big of a scope. Yeah. It's funny because it really is just me behind my computer every day. Like, 
our life, is, I don't know how much Jake told you, our life is like we wake up and there are a lot of days we're in our pajamas until noon sitting in front of our computer. Is that a, is that a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, when you don't have to go to an office and uh, you know you're going to get into your running clothes and, yeah. <laughs> you know, whether it's at 8.30 that morning or we've already gone at 6 or you go at noon. Or right. But, um, you know, with the kids around, we just like we we get our cup of coffee and we sit down and and you just you just start attacking all the stuff that has to be done that day and um and so it is really just me behind the scenes organizing everything so it does fall to me if if somebody's really upset i have to ultimately it's my fault right. your responsibility to, yeah. to take care now when you're behind there with your coffees at tim hortons is that the go to hortons yeah. is it? drip coffee at home <laughs> see yeah. i'm digging this canadian <laughs> stuff because i brought up the mr big bar with Jacob. I don't know what a Mr. Big oh. Bar is. Because you're, you're a nutritionist. It's a candy bar. Okay. But it's only, it's, I don't say only, but that's where it's from. I've been from to Canada. Canada. Yeah, okay. The Mr. Big Canada. Bar. I've been to Canada. Yeah, I've, I've been to Canada. I've been to Canada. I've, I have too. I'm global. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was a Mr. Balls. Big Bar. Yeah. And I fell in love with the Mr. Big Bar. So I brought it up and his face lit up. He knew it, but he's, he eats like me, I guess. Um, <laughs> just you can't tell. Um, because that's a good thing. Um, so talk about that a little bit. You you work from home, but right. you have children. Yep. You run. You yep. race direct. Um, yep. You probably have a myriad of obviously other things. So how do you balance all of that stuff? How do you decide to get out of your pajamas at noon and, and things like that? How do you balance everything? Um, Jake's great with support. Like he he really is wonderful, and he's we we don't have pink or blue jobs in our house. We just both do everything. Right. Um, and he definitely isn't the type to expect dinner on the table at five o'clock. He's just as happy to grab something or to eat itchy ban if we have to. Like he's he's absolutely wonderful in in terms of no expectations, and he understands and supports my running and my career and right. the kids and and he's an incredible dad. So. Um, I think supporting each other is really important that way. And um, I know that he's a better person when he gets a run in and, right. and vice versa. So we try to support each other that way. Or we'll go together at right. least for a few runs a week. We try so how does that work? I mean, you guys got five kids? Yeah. So they're not all with us all the time. Okay. Yeah. So we have two that are in Arizona full time with their mom. And okay. then they come up for holidays and the summer's with us. Right. And then um, I have twins from a previous marriage, oh. and they're 12. One of them just moved to Victoria for they're a 12. You're stint. not that old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Away. <laughs> yeah. With, uh, with her dad for six months, and she's coming back now. Um, and then so we had, this year we had Ashima and Jasmine home full-time with us. Okay. And then the others are coming and going. And right, circulating. Yeah. It's got the little family, you know, dry erase board on the side of the exactly. fridge of who's yeah. coming right. when, yeah. circling the days. Or right. the Google spreadsheet when we email each other, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> schedules. Did I, you got that email. I sent it to you. It's in <laughs> the you calendar. Guys, okay, so, so you both are you both have your computer in the same office? Or do you have different offices in your home? We often sit in the living room. Okay. Yeah, when the kids aren't there. And then we will move into the office when they get home so that they right. don't feel like our work is constantly in the common area of the house wow. and they have some okay. space. And one of us will in the office depending on what's going on and the other one will be out making dinner or so you right. email then it's like hey what's for dinner yeah <laughs> the person in the living Send room each other text yeah, yeah. yeah one. what's for dinner yeah. get your ass out here <laughs> <laughs> i'm hungry yeah. Um, yeah but yeah so how do you do the run like joel mentioned how do you do the run if you have the at least the two right at home do you take them in strollers or so jasmine's 12 so she's out okay. at school all day and she's right. super independent she's in dance now gonna be four days a week and holy cow um, but that that's even hard to manage right yeah the taxi service yeah exactly yeah. You, the you're, family you're the uber yeah. yeah the family uber yeah, yeah. <laughs> well carpooling with friends and right she's actually jasmine's incredibly she's she's like another parent in the house she's really good with ashima and really supportive and there are times where we'll leave ashima with her and go for a run and have an hour to ourselves which right. is uncommon but really nice because we can sit we can sit all day and t and not talk to each other like right. we do but it's if we're really immersed in our work mm -hmm. we know to just leave each other alone to to get through a big chunk of work right um and then we do have to check in and make sure that we're talking and we have good time alone together mm -hmm. and we also we also say no to a lot like there's a lot of social stuff all the time that you can you can go out and um we're introverts i think but we as a lot of runners are but we we love our time together jake and i we don't like people like i 
before I met him, I did, I couldn't spend more than a day with somebody before I needed space <laughs> in my own wow. time. And we literally spend twenty three to twenty four hours a day together, almost incessantly, and wow. and never get sick of each other. Which is, I that's think, cool. when you know that's you found your person. That's right. Yeah, that's really that's yeah. rare. Yeah, I like that you admitted you don't like people. Yeah, <coughs> I I do, but I no, like but I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what like you mean because I have the same problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I like people, but sometimes I really just want to be by myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you know that I think I think when I don't know if as an introvert you just get drained easily. Sometimes yeah. Oh you yeah. You can give and give and give and give again, and it just drains you and you need that recharge time alone so i like being social and i like did you find that happening in your nutrition practice where you were just kind of like giving 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 and then yeah yeah burnt yeah Yeah. by the end of the day i needed like absolutely a couple hours alone right so there were yeah other than the kids i didn't want to be needed by anyone by the end of the day because you i put a lot i'd I'd sit with clients you pour yourself into them right yeah Mm -hmm. and and you invest a lot in their healing journey so it's important that you you pull back a bit and give yourself some time to recharge and so heal, this and is heal yourself really yeah. yeah 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 take care of yourself and that's where running as well kind of helps is yep. that you know whether you're running with Jacob or, or by yourself I yeah. mean it's yep. that, that healing and recharge that you need yeah so are you guys competitive when you run together you guys no. one of you take off and the other one has to chase a rabbit or we did actually when we first started we had a little chat about um, half stepping he didn't know what that was. So Help he'd run like a couple steps ahead of me mm-hmm. and I'd just stop and just turn around. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, are we running together or are you going to like one up me here for the whole run? Oh, half so stepping. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Uh, so that was. He does have those long legs. He does. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's how he ran because I talked to his brother about it and he was like, yeah, that's just kind of the way Jake runs. But if you're going to run with somebody, you don't run a few steps ahead. Joe runs in front of me. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I have to time. stare at his tattoo on his calf the All whole thing. All the time. I, it's, I don't know. It's <laughs> I don't like Winnie the Pooh anymore because yeah. he's got Tigger on I his got calf. Tigger. Well, it, it took a lot of <laughs> nutritional fortitude to get that on there. Yeah, <laughs> nutritional <laughs> fortitude. That's a lot of liquid it. courage to get that on there, right? <laughs> so you guys do enjoy a run together. Yeah, I love running with him. And he'll always um, he'll push Ashima so that... Because he's obviously way faster than me, so it slows him down a bit, and then we're kind of at each other's pace. So unless we're doing track work, and then even then we can take her and kind of take turns on specific training or, yeah. or right. whatever it is. Yep. And yeah. he t- he talked to us about the new treadmill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Tell us a story about that. That was a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Plus on how we you know decided to get it. Just it's it's awesome. Yeah. That's a sweet one. It's a. It's a really nice treadmill yeah. that we have in our basement for cold winters. Right. Our, our dog got pretty fat get. this year because we were on the treadmill a lot. You guys have bad winter. That's when you throw the leash on the treadmill yeah. and we'll oh let gosh. the dog yeah. go. Well, see, I th- you guys throw need on the some scheme. like Tom and Jerry and let the no, dog go. They need there. the scheme how they're going to get a doggy treadmill. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. For next year. Yeah. When it's minus 30 and icy outside. <sighs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Farley was not happy with us. He chewed all the furniture Farley. and Jake's <laughs> watches. What's Farley named after? Farley Mowat. Oh. The author. He's oh. a Canadian author. Okay, I was thinking Chris Farley. Oh, that, that he's Canadian, too. right? Is he? I thought he was. He might be. He's my favorite. So anyway, no. yeah. I don't know why not. Anybody can be, if they want to be. So, uh, hmm. your your five five peaks. Is that something you are going to continue to do for Ooh, a nice, while now? Nice transition. You like that? I did. I like that. <laughs> that's that, was a, that was a good transition. That's, that was pretty good. Yeah. Is this something that you, yeah, do you have an idea of how long you want to do this or is it just kind of year to year? I, I don't have a feeling that I don't like it yet or okay. that it's, that it's not something I'm passionate about anymore. I think each year we improve. And, um, so until that stops or I'm, I'm not passionate about it anymore, I think I'll know yeah. when the time's right to hand it over to somebody or, right. Someone will come into our lives that kind of wants it or wants to take over. Right. Um, but right now we love it. We love the, we love to be able to be home together and have our daughter at home and the way that it works that we don't have to commute to an office. We turn the radio on in the morning and listen to the traffic issues and <laughs> and we're pretty grateful that we don't have to do that. Yeah, right. We can be running instead of sitting in traffic. Yeah. Or or working and just hmm. that much more productive. Um, that we don't have to deal with office drama as much as we love like 
it's nice to have that culture in, in an office, but it's nice to also just not have any right. workplace drama. That yeah. If you yeah. want some, just turn a TV on, right? You yeah. can find something that yeah. kind of oh, replicates it or anything like yeah. that. But with, you know, I guess going back real quick to the balance thing, is there, is there, because we have a lot of, you know, listeners and people we've had on the show and we know a lot of people. What are some, I guess, suggestions that have worked for you? and Jacob for the balance thing. Right. Is there some tidbits that you can throw out that might help people maybe struggling with the balance? Because we also run across people that there's one person that, that runs mm-hmm. and Another the other person, person doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. And it's like, because well, running selfish to a yeah. degree. Oh, right? I totally agree. So, yeah, right. I mean, what are, what are some tidbits of uh, wisdom that you would have to kind of describe or, or point people in the right direction to gain some of that balance? I think you really have to learn to say no. Like, say no to too many social engagements or family like there's family stuff going on all the time that we have to at times just say we can't make it or or we can come but just for a limited time and get the kids to bed and um (laughs) (laughs) what's going on speaking of kids yeah (laughs) it's a Um, screaming child was it yours (laughs) Doesn't sound like it. Okay, yeah. we're good. The other yeah. twelve, yeah, or fifteen. I don't know how many we've got there. Um, I think uh, what's the best for balance? I th- um, yeah, honestly, I don't fold laundry. I shove it in a drawer. I think that's a waste of time to fold laundry. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I just folded towels yesterday. You got to pick your battles, honestly. Yeah. Like you have to. Well, I fold towels, but wait, some you'll stuff fold you towels, but okay, they're easy. Some stuff, yeah. right? They're square. Yeah. But I mean, like running clothes, like shove them in a big trunk or none of that matters. So pick hmm. your battles with your time. Okay. Because I, I do feel like it gets to the point. I know with my twins, it got to the point where if they threw f- food on the floor, I would it would be faster to just pick it up and eat it than it was to like walk over to the garbage. Because okay. you're just, you're. Like you eating it or them? No, me. Okay. That's yeah, how you sh- it off the floor. That was your dinner. Yeah. It's like whatever falls is yeah. mine. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it felt anyways. Maybe I wasn't good at time management, but. <laughs> But I think you have to say no, and that helps wow. with the balance. And and you have to, I think you're more productive too when you do get a run in and and you get that done first thing in the morning or at least like before noon you get your run in and you just feel like you're kind of knocking things off in the day. Right. Or I'll get up at five and clear my inbox before seven so that it's it's done and you've got a head start on the day. Right. So um, get to bed at a decent hour and but also downtime like. I need to turn my brain off. I yeah, d- I watch right. TV at night cause, or Netflix or you need to just. Do you have Netflix in Canada? We do. Nice. Not as what good, what's your favorite Netflix show? Come Probably on. Probably Suits. Oh, see, Suits. I don't know. I don't watch Netflix. Okay. I, don't know. I haven't it's watched that one yet. Drama. It's so good. It's a legal drama. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's a drama. Okay. If it was a comedy legal, maybe I can't do. You I'm not a legal drama. guy. Okay. So what? What's your second one then? What's your guilty pleasure? Oh um, yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Okay. Except okay. I've watched them all now, so I'm right. waiting for a new season. I thought they were done. I have no idea. Be. I think they're still on Netflix. Okay. I think uh. I've, I've watched a few again, but I usually fall asleep after 10 minutes. There's, okay. a, there's a Netflix one I watched. I don't watch Netflix. Um, okay. I think it's because my wife has the passcode, and I never remember what it is. But it's, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it has Ashton Kutcher in it and oh. Sam Jake's Elliott. Yeah, the rancher, rancher, or something. He what? loves it. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. Exactly like where he grew up in Oregon. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. It's called the rancher. It's something like, something like that. that. It's it's the ranch. The ranch. Yeah. yeah, it's got Sam Elliott is Ashton Ooh, Kutcher's dad. I like Sam. And Elliott. also the from the '70s show, the curly head guy from the '70s show that was in it with Ashton Kutcher. He's oh, really? They're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, it's a riot. Yeah. So that's my only Netflix thing. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Is I'll your go. wife a runner too? Then she's not. No. She's artsy. Okay. And so we. Like I am the opposite of being artsy, mm-hmm. and she paints yeah. and amazing. By yeah, the way, really, oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, not a lot of people do because she doesn't. She we have them in our home, and she doesn't think they're very good because she's mm. her own worst critic. And mm-hmm. I've said, go to these little markets and sell them. I mm-hmm. see stuff people selling their paintings for three hundred bucks that I think my kid could do. No yeah. offense, I'm yeah. not artsy. Yeah, she's like, no, I'm not that good. But she's amazing. I'm and check I'm not, that out next time I'm over. And I'm like the out like running, and she doesn't. So yeah. it's it's an huh. interesting mix for sure. Which is good as long but as it works. And that's that's the interesting thing about Jake and I is that it, because we're both runners, if one gets a run in and the other doesn't, then there can be some oh. or oh. races, right? Like oh, we have to. Oh, I, I couldn't imagine that. That so would be hard, huh? I wonder if it's better to have. Yeah, how do you guys balance that out? We you guys bo- we look pick. at the calendar for the year, and yeah. you're like, okay, I want to do this race. Then. Yeah, with when Ashima is little, 
and when I was pregnant, I I was I was jealous that he was still racing. I had some FOMO and right. I was it was hard to not be able like I ran, but five K every day it wasn't anything big. Right. Um, but it was hard to not be a part of that because it's a part of the community and if you're racing at a competitive level and you know he, he's going off to race and I do think it is a selfish thing because yeah. I mean anything after like he always says we we each deserve an hour of exercise a day so I think you need to stay healthy mm-hmm. but beyond that it is a selfish pursuit right. and, and it's something that's for your, yourself and enjoyment and so we have to I think if there's any tension that's probably where it is is like okay, you're doing three races this year, I'm doing three races, and he's got to keep sponsors happy. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, so right. if I don't want to race, I don't But you got to keep several thousand runners happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, so, so again, with, with, the, with the balance thing, you guys seem like you've got it pretty dialed for the most part. I don't think anybody gets 100%. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You've got it pretty dialed. Do you notice, like, the outlying things like your kids, mm-hmm. the difference in how that affects them, like how happy everybody is mm-hmm. now that the, the parents are are happy because they're balanced. Yeah. Um, it just can't, doesn't it just like waterfall effect to where it just kind of trickles down and everybody has this like nice kumbaya time. I don't know that there's ever a kumbaya time mm-hmm. in our house. It's always, uh, it's yeah. Every, there's always a million and going. moving parts yeah. and yeah, and keeping kids happy and friends and can I have this person over and oh, yeah. homework and tests and buses and parent interviews and well, you guys know how it is. I don't know how old your kids are, but it's so I don't know that it's ever like a a calm, happy time. But I know as a family when we when the kids are driving us crazy, we just get outside. Like we just move. So the whole unit, just yeah. we're going just here. Get on your bike. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and and we do ride them with it. like ice cream at the end of the twenty k bike ride or whatever. Twenty k bike ride. <laughs> You're gonna earn that ice cream. That's right. I love it. <laughs> no, no, I mean we like we reward ourselves after a run. Like, How many usually? I run like, to eat. So if there's five people on a bike ride, you yeah. say the first four to the ice cream truck get an ice cream. The last one, you get nothing. Oh, right? yeah, that's ours. And then, you, and then the kids get motivated. They do. They yeah. could. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd work. That'd work. I'm employing that. You're employing yeah, that. I am. I'm Once they're outside, they're happy. Yeah. They're they like moving and yeah. We actually don't do a lot of sugar in our house because I think it makes kids pretty moody. Yeah. Um, makes me moody. Cheryl just yeah. had a popsicle can. I know. <laughs> I was feeling pretty good about it 10 was minutes ago. free too. Yeah, I know. It was free range water. I got the free range water. That was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we just, whenever we can, we try to get outside. That's awesome. That's good for the kids though. It because is. it is. I mean, you get to a point where with like you were saying behind the screens kids are behind the screens too whether it's All a tv a phone an ipad a mm-hmm. nook a you know whatever it is yep. um people still use those um <laughs> but yeah i mean they need that because we you know i speak for myself and joel but we grew up outside you yeah we did. have cell phones you had yeah. a cord and mm-hmm. if you couldn't cord didn't reach you're sitting on the floor that's yep. right you know or something else so i think it's it's something more and more families need that time as opposed to the electronic right time. yeah you know yeah. To communicate or do whatever yeah. See what level of Angry Birds they're on. Yeah. Um, so the f- the Five Peaks, you know, know what's going to happen after Five Peaks. Like right. at some point, you know, whether, you know, f- 10 years down the road, five years down the road, you might hit that point and say, you know, I think I'm ready to move to a different chapter of right. life. And yep. she's going to turn it over to us. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to move the <laughs> can more. We're going to move the can, dude. Yeah. It sounds cool. We'll have the, I mean, we'll have the five peaks. We'll have one building, the Five Peaks office, and then our, our poutine yeah. uh, store. Right. The poutine truck. The yeah. poutine truck. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a drive through for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be easy. Yeah. And have like bibs so you can eat and drive. And it'll like latch it it'll oh. latch on with a lanyard so you can hold it like, like, right at like your a chest little level. like a little pouch. Like Anything a little kangaroo that drops, pouch. It'll catch you it too. You can have one of those bibs that catches it and yeah. you can just eat out of your bib. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. like yeah. a little spoon yeah. that you can do this number with. Poutine pouch. Yeah. <laughs> the the pooty the pouch. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Um, so what, what's, what's, do you have other things that you're already thinking about doing? Is there something you see yourself? Cause you've got a great background, nutrition and, and other the medical field um, that you're looking into. What's, what's kind of event next? management. Yeah. Event management. Yeah. What's, what's kind of what you see as the next chapter after five peaks? Um, I have been working on, um, some AIDS research and, uh, nutrition based immunity theory. Um, and it's sort of been on a back burner for five years now. Um, and I don't have um, a master's or PhD at all, so it was hard to get that moving. I've been working with the 
the clinical trials network and some other researchers in Canada to get it going. And there's a protocol ready to go for a trial, but it's, it's a whole world I'm not even familiar with. Um, I would love to get that moving and get some, some studies or have Bill Gates actually, I don't know if he listens to your show, but if he's listening. We get a comment every once in a while on Facebook. He friends me all the time. Yeah. I got time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Social. You got to say no sometimes, right? Exactly. (laughs) You do. So do you see yourself going back and getting a master's then? So that way you can maybe facilitate that? No? I think I'd rather either hire someone or work with someone that already has done it. I don't know that I specifically need to do it. Okay. I I have the vision. I, I know that it can prove or we can use called a Boolean kinetic model where you can prove it on a computer first and then put it into a human trial. So right. there's all that kind of stuff that I need to learn about. Okay. Um, it's if, if it proves it's a pretty significant advance in, in immunity under in our understanding of the immune system, but we'll wait to see if that actually happens. So I, I would love to get to a point where I could actually do something with that. Okay. Um, and yeah, that was, I guess, when I was little, it was always something I wanted to do to go and I don't know if it was That's those cool. shows on TV. You you see the little African babies that you want to save, right. flies in the eyes, and you yeah. know, and and that was I always wanted to adopt ten kids. So it's oh. obviously a little different for somebody now, that doesn't like people. <laughs> <laughs> I like certain people. Yeah. I like kids. I like right. dogs. Yeah. I like dogs. Kids, get they're older. not people. <laughs> <laughs> they can I mean, be. They can be, but yeah. So is it something you still dabble with as you go, or is just there's no time for it? Just sits there every yeah, once in a while no something time. comes, so it's just sitting there, so yeah, you don't have right. time to really throw two minutes at at nope. a time. No, so I'd have to get five peaks to a point where I could either hand it off to someone or or right. pass it over, and and then I could get back to it. But um, I'd say it, it's another five years before. Right. And it could be that I'm young and people don't take me seriously because the researchers I was working with were all. You know, old and curmudgeon. A little Bill's bit. Bill's yeah. buddies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's yeah. Buddies. They'd been around for a while. <laughs> they knew the system. They knew how to get the grants. And right. I, don't know, I don't grant, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of that to learn. But it is something I want to, I think I need to do something with it before I die or at least get someone to do something with it. That's so cool. That's really awesome. One yeah, day. Yeah. That's awesome. So w- if, if you do transition five peaks, mm-hmm. is it something that you will like mentor someone did did the person you get it from like mentor you for a year kind of show you the ins and outs or they just said here you go here's my info go get it <laughs> yeah or, I mean, she, yeah she was great she had she was really really organized so she helped me through and i think we had a deal where i could call her 20 hours a month or something for the oh. first little while and mm. i didn't actually need it for too long and we had a different style of managing things and different ways to do things so um yeah, it was. I think she was around for the first year or two that I she I could call her whenever I right. needed to, and um, and then after that we just kind of run it the way we want to now. Twenty hours a, w- a month. That seems like a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that seems like five a hours good, a week. That's yeah. a lot. Never used it. Yeah. But um, I mean, I do. Ha- so I have some business partners. Adam Campbell is one of them. Um, okay. And he's wonderful in terms of any of the legal stuff or mm-hmm. or just like strategizing we we meet w- at least once a year for right. strat meetings and then another two of my best friends are also business partners which is risky going into business with friends but right it's worked out really well and they're they're wonderful they're really supportive so nice yeah. so <coughs> with the with the five peaks do you have like a plan to build x amount of races a year you have people coming to you. Is there mm-hmm. is there or is like it more just based off of availability? Yeah, I mean, are you, you said, looking for you're growth? After those populated areas. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to run into that point where there's just none left, right? Yeah, we a lot of the sponsors aren't interested in Canada in general because it's just such a small population. So right. we've looked at expanding into the U.S., but that's a whole other ball of wax and, yeah, and there are so many established right. trail runs here yeah, already it's, un- it's so growing every week yeah. it's nutty you hear a new one but it you know to get an intro type series going would be really it cool, would be cool I think. Like yeah for i don't know how much of that is there and that's really five peaks is very intro like just try trail running right and then you can go and do different ones or mm-hmm. or harder stuff so um we've looked at the states we don't really have an expansion plan at the moment. It's just kind of running smoothly and right. you kind of want to keep that. You want to make sure that if you're going to grow, that it's going to be done well yeah. and that you're going to maintain that quality and not just 
grow to grow and then everybody hates your series because it's it loses its heart and sort right. of yeah so um Good as long point. as we can maintain that balance i think we'd open a few more races but it it really is the race director that that brings the community together and they're the face of the event and and they're really active on social media and people can go to them and ask questions and oh, and they rally the community around them so okay. i think you find the right person and then you can open a new region but right. it has to be driven by the community wanting it and then having a really good race director right. in that area too so yeah. has it ever come up in your thought process of when you did hand it over how difficult that would be because me and joel have talked about it. joel mm -hmm. owns a gym mm -hmm. and okay. we've said you know maybe you should you know sell your gym he's like i don't think i could ever do that if they kept the name because yeah. that's me that's yeah. what exactly. i that's yeah. who i am I can't do that. it's your baby yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know we've had other discussions with people about owning something and yeah. selling it or just being done with it is that something that whatever concern you knowing how much you've put into it having it in someone else's hands seeing what might happen after that losing its Oddly soul not no yeah. i think if till now yeah we had someone ask if they could take over ontario last year and we spent quite a bit of time looking at that and trying to see if it was the right fit there and and it didn't end up working out. She she's kind of on hold a bit, so we'll see if that ever goes anywhere. Mm -hmm. And she has young kids, and and I think realized the time that went into it, right? Um, and maybe wasn't quite ready to make that jump. Um, and that was just for the Ontario region. So right. I think if it was still, you know, she was someone was taking a portion, that would be hard to do. But if somebody was just going to take over and. I think I just say well, good luck, and if you, I mean, if you're gonna I'll run it you, into I'll the ground, hours, I'll give you five hours a month and yeah. two spreadsheets. <laughs> two spreadsheets. <Pretty> much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'd want to see. I think, I think as long as people are still doing, they're still getting out and running trails and and connecting with the community. That's I think that's the best part of Five Peaks is is the community around right. it and the friends that you make on the trails. And you guys know, like you were running with somebody, you can. You can sort through a lot of life's problems yeah, out there. Yeah. Or give people more life problems, you know, by that telling too. them yours. Yeah. <laughs> or <laughs> make them over. or make their life feel so much better when they hear yours like, "Oh yeah. my god, that guy is a wreck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cuz it's it's happened here in the states where races will sell. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it, it it what you went said earlier, it loses its heart, yeah. loses it its soul. You yeah. so it's like, "Oh, this race is awesome," and then changes ownership, mm -hmm. right. and then you're like, "Wait a minute." This is more about making money now than yeah. it is about the experience. Yeah. Right. Um, and it's unfortunate, but you see that more and more because right. there were some really iconic races. Race directors get older. They want to get out of it yeah. um, or whatever it is. And I think that's a that, to me, is a bigger problem Yeah. Um, because you do have the relationships not only with the community but with permits. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I'm not going to give you. I don't know you. You don't get a permit this year. Yeah. Right. Type thing. Yeah. Um, so we can see that where we're at being a problem, but where you're so established with your name, Five Peaks, that's, I mean, been around for so long. Everybody mm -hmm. knows. Anybody that runs knows what Five Peaks. Mm -hmm. Right. In, in Canada, for sure. And parks don't always, I, I don't know that parks anywhere really want people. Like, it's starting to change. But when we were in Revelstoke, the national park there, we had a trail race that was the first trail race in Canada. Um, in a national park because they oh don't yeah. so many people see parks as just an area for like they they don't want anyone else to go there and it's sort of an old boys club and they they don't want more people coming um and the director of the park there actually saw it as a good opportunity like okay we don't just want hikers and right. we want trail runners to come and use this and so we opened this race there and and people go to Revelstoke to run now and it's a trail running cool. Mecca because they've awesome. gone and they've experienced the trails and they maybe wouldn't have, I, I can't tell you the number of times I've driven from Calgary to Vancouver and never even stopped. And it's this absolutely beautiful area, hmm. inland rainforests and beautiful mountains and a cool community. And so I think sometimes when a race goes in, you can really open up an area to, to sort of ecotourism type stuff. Um, but parks don't always see that. Parks are, are pretty protective of their trails. Yeah. And yeah. the race we just put on before we came down here, we have a cap of 150 people. So wow. it sells out in a couple of days all the time. And parks, they have no reason to let more people come into the park. It's just going to trash the trails. Right. right. Yeah. They, or they, I mean, trail running doesn't. Mountain right. bikers often. But it's that balance they're trying to find. Well, and it's yeah. the right. perception. Yeah. They don't know because they've right. never done it before. And just yep. the idea, oh, 150 more people, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. 
and they're the ones that maintain the trails. Right. And a lot of time they don't have the funds to repair them mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because they're funded. Because we have a good friend of ours, Jim Skaggs. He has his first uh, Harriman State Park in Idaho. Mm-hmm. It's a first trail race in the state park. And they contacted him and say, man, we'd love to get people exposed right. to exactly. where we're at. Yeah. I've driven by that state park, the entrance. Yep. You never 50 knew plus times. I never yeah. knew it was in there. And I went on a training where I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. But I've driven by it so yeah. many times. Right. You know, yeah. but it was just a great idea for them to get more people exposing their area. Yeah. Right. Um, and that makes perfect sense what you're saying. National parks, I think it'd just be like when he, Jacob told us about the national park. I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That never happened in the States. No, yeah. not at all. Because we have some like a Zion race, a Bryce, but they don't go in the parks. Right. right. They're it's on just the outskirts. Right on the rims or yeah. the edges of them. Right. So to say. So. But you want people using the trails. Yeah. You do. You can do stuff. I mean, we've, We've been 100% cup free now for three years. We don't wow. have cups in the start finish area. We don't have them on the course because I just got sick of it's garbage. garbage. And, and it's ridiculous. Like, who doesn't have a bottle? So right. there's stuff you can do like that that'll make Is that what happy. it says on the website? Who doesn't have who a doesn't bottle? It's ridiculous. <laughs> who doesn't have a bottle? That's on the back of the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> we did. Actually, that there's a complaint. We did have Uh-oh. some people when we went cup free. They were furious. Like, just oh, yeah. changing people's mindset. Right. And you think, like, really? You've got a backpack, so it's a matter of stopping. You got 50 pounds in your vest on this 5K. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I made that suggestion to Wasatch, and oh my gosh, I got so much blowback on that. To go cut free? Yes. Really? Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, I was in Ottawa at the Ottawa Marathon, and I went through one of the aid stations, and you couldn't see the road. Yeah. There were sponges and cups. I think they used 600,000 cups at that race. And no one like that's just irresponsible like you can't consume that much i know it's nuts well my my first experience i don't come from a running background at all i've never ran a road race but i volunteered at a local marathon at an aid station and i was handing water out Mm -hmm. cups of water Mm -hmm. and i couldn't and we had two garbage cans at the end of the the chute so to say my first experience was like kind of nasty yeah because people would not even try for a garbage can. Yeah, They'd drop it, it the yeah. carry it 500 yards down the road, yeah. throw it on the ground. I kept look, thinking to myself, because I come from the running world, from the yeah. trail side, mm-hmm. and I keep going, what is wrong with these people? I know. And they don't say thank you. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. just blew me away. There were so many cups on the ground. I'm like, can't we just reuse these? And like, no, they're gross. I'm like, they don't yeah. know they're gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed the cupless races. It's starting yeah. to catch on, especially we have yeah. some good friends that, that you know, do that do it. Scout Mountain Ultra. More and more yeah. starting to do yeah. it. Um, but it's just bucking that persona of, oh, there's going to be cups there. Yeah. Right. You know, but you really you really don't need no. cups. We think about somebody like, I was at a race director summit, and I think the the New York City Marathon director was there. And so somebody asked, how did you guys go cupless? Like, how did you just implement this change? And I said, well, because it's just me. Like, hey, want to go cut free? Yep, I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Conversation over. Permission. Right. Yeah, you don't have to go no through the board of directors. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, I really hope that big road races go cut free too. That'd be something else, it's huh? It's consumption that we can't afford these right. days. Right. I mean, there's really no need for well, it. And you think about, like, seriously, think about the lifespan of that cup for that. It's yeah. filled a quarter of the way, and yeah. it's done. Yeah, exactly. Forever. And every runner uses, what, like two, two? grade station? Yeah. Right. So it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's ugly to see, especially when they have them on TV, and you're watching yeah. one, and you oh can kind of see the gosh. aerial view, yeah. and it's like asphalt, and then it's like this white, white area. Blanket. <laughs> it's like, yeah, those are cups. And yeah. if... Yeah, I mean, is it really that hard to fill your water bottle? Right, and we're teaching them that it's okay to be disposable like that and throw it on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So when they do make that transition in the trail world, they think it's okay to do that. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, that drives me nuts. We disqualify anyone who litters. If they litter, like, obviously, if it's an accident. Yeah, yeah, if they purposely throw it on the ground. And I don't know that we'd we've ever seen it but i think you'd see a trail runner behind probably pick it up for them and just carry yeah, it. yeah just, you would just not say sure. anything and yeah. just carry it through because we have that on our registration it's like if you litter you're yeah. dq'd and yeah. you won't yeah. be invited back yeah, ever again exactly but it's it's also hard to see when you've got a race that's out somewhere to ever see it's anybody remote. do right, it right exactly yeah. but it's it's at least it's planning that in their head that yep. that's oh i shouldn't it's not acceptable. litter you're right. that's yep. bad you're are right. you kidding me yeah. can't litter and you can't yell at my volunteers or you yeah. get disqualified exactly. oh, that's yeah. awesome yeah 
That's awesome. Volunteers are the saints of the world, yeah. in my opinion. We just had a guy at Powderface. Um, sh- he was making espresso shots for every single person Say that what? came through. What race is this? Don't tell me it's uh, one we want to go to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We just we just put it on Powderface. It's Powderface. So he was just of his own volition out at Aid Station Three, brought espresso. Tim Hortons. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what he was. He had some little pump that he was doing, and he had rollers for people's calves. What? And, like, just wanted to like make their life. Pedicures. Yeah, no, right? right? Yeah. He was awesome. Oh like, he gets the Volunteer of the Year Award this that year. For sure. Yeah. He gets yeah. ours. Yeah. And we weren't even there. I know. You guys got to come up for that one, too. <laughs> I know, right? June We're going to get dual citizenship. I did that. <laughs> Obviously, we need to. <laughs> get on the payroll, and they want ideas. Yeah. <laughs> they want ideas. <laughs> I think it's I think it's great what you have going up I there um, for many reasons. One, like you said, it's that intro to trail mm. running, which right. is so needed even in the states. I think so um, because there's a lot of, you know, 25k and ups trail yeah. runs, but below that, it's very few, and it's not like trail trail. It's really? the it's, it's the gravel uh, or the bike neck, path. Yeah, okay. you know, and people want to get out there. So yeah. I think that's huge. But just your background and your passion for what you're doing right. and why you're doing it, I think, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact. You know, it would be nice if you guys were down here or, or we came up there because it'd be fun yeah. to take part in such a great yeah. uh, series. We'll be up there next year, I think. We'll, yeah, we've, we've got to f- that work. We've figure that out Come up for to sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, we're going to do that for sure. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> now, Joe's like, for sure, I'm like, I'm going to have to uh, sell my bus. <laughs> Bring the bus. <laughs> yeah, okay. You can sleep in the we'll bus. We'll have to leave next right week. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get there yeah. next year. <laughs> uh, time to pack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's really neat to see what you have going on just because it. One of the things that's difficult with our podcast is we get to sit here with you. Mm-hmm. And so what you're saying, we get to see the look on your face. Right. We get and all those subtle cues. Yeah. Right? And sometimes yeah. You, that comes through in your voice right. um, when people are listening. But for us, we can see how much you enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. How much you love it and how much, you know, it's something you probably won't be stopping for quite some yeah. time. Really. Right. Exactly. Because um, the smiles ear to ear every time you talk about it. And that's the best when you talk to somebody who's so passionate about what they do. Right. And in return does so much for so many other people at the same time. Right. Right. So hats off to you yep. and to all your RDs because um, that's not easy. No. Like yeah. I can't imagine. Running that. a national series. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're on the front lines. They're the ones that really make the magic happen on the day. So right. Those, I'm really lucky to have such a good team. Yeah. And that right. makes a difference, yeah. you know, for going for the same thing. It's that trail community, mm-hmm. again, that definitely helps play into it. So. Right. So yeah, thanks for for Thank coming you. on the show. Well, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, yeah our our pleasure. Um, good luck Thank with you. the series. Yeah. Um, good luck with after the series. I'd be super cool uh, to keep with your research right. um, of what you're doing again, rewarding and helping others. So um, here comes here comes uh, he's checking in on you. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're all, we're all good. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're just sharing uh, poutine recipes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, taking the time on your vacation, and man, we nothing but the best of luck yeah. with Thank your you. series and. You know, honestly, honestly, me and Jill hope we can make it up there because for sure that'd be awesome. We'd love to have you. Up. Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd and be bring awesome. the kids and yeah, oh, yeah, just pools and the mountain coaster and I know yeah. I'm looking forward to that. You coaster. get that espresso shot guy there. Mm, mm. We had chocolate covered bacon there. At That's what he was telling us. What is yeah. wrong? So bacon spray is one thing. Yeah, but. Yeah. But to chew it up and just stick it between your cheek and gum and yeah. then suck on <laughs> it for like a five k, for a five k. I'm in. So Thanks, uh, you guys. yeah, get get back to your family vacation. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time, we and uh, we'll have some links to uh, their sites here in the show notes for uh, Five Peaks. So you can check that out, right? Whether you're from Canada or not, um, you know, get out there and support these guys and everything they're doing. Right, it's a great thing. So hopefully we'll see you soon, and uh, enjoy the rest of your vacation. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Amy Pusey for taking the time to join us today. Got all the cool things that they've got going on with the Five Peaks Trail Running Series there in Canada. We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners, where you can swing by our website at trailmanners.com, where you can check out our store page, grab yourself some swagonites, or hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, You don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it.